listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. A podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing. Educating. Empowering. Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. In today's episode, they say that the fortune is found in the follow-up. Here at Ritter, we couldn't agree more. Closing the sale should just be the beginning of your relationship with a client. How to Follow Up with Medicare Clients Compliantly, written by Lauren Hayden. After closing a sale, you might think your job is done, but not yet. Following up with clients is a critical part of being a successful Medicare sales agent. If you're not currently doing it, now is the time to start. If you're concerned about staying within the Medicare Communications and Marketing Guidelines, or MCMG, do not worry. We will cover how to remain compliant so you never find yourself in hot water with the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, or CMS for short. So why is following up so important? By not following up with Medicare clients, you could be losing potential business. More importantly, checking in with clients can show them that you care if they're happy with their plans. The best agents know their success is largely based on effective interactions with clients. You don't want to give off the impression that you're only in this line of work for the commissions. By making a habit of following up with clients, you can create a reputable name for yourself as an agent. Also, it tells current clients you're dedicated to helping ensure their happiness and that you care if they're satisfied with their plans. The main reason to check in with your clients is to see if they're happy with their current coverage or if there is an unforeseen change that would make their current plan not suitable for them. If they aren't satisfied, you can help them switch to a different plan. The last thing you want is for another agent to swoop in and steal your business if your client goes elsewhere looking for a plan. Let your clients know that you're sorry they are unsatisfied and you will do your best to find them a plan that's a better fit. You might be wondering when you should follow up with your clients. When is it too soon or worse, too late to reach out? A great way to accommodate clients and make sure you don't forget about them after they've enrolled in a plan is to schedule the follow-up appointment with them during their initial appointment. That way, you will both have it marked in your calendars. However, if your client would rather wait to schedule another appointment, you can still make a note in your calendar to check back with them in a few weeks. But in general, we think a good rule of thumb to follow is the three- 30, 60, 90-day approach. This practice has you follow up with clients after 3, 30, 60, and 90 days. The first two follow-ups on day 3 and day 30 should be mostly to see if your client has any immediate needs. You can start off by thanking them for enrolling in the plan and giving them a brief overview of what to expect during the first couple weeks of their enrollment. It's likely they haven't utilized their plan yet, so see if they have questions about the plan before they go to the doctor or before they use it for other medical needs, such as their Medicare wellness visit. During the next call on day 60, 
You can let them know about the benefits their plan offers, such as a nurse line or fitness programs like Silver Sneakers or Silver and Fit. On day 90, you can remind them that they can reach out to you with any questions at any time. Ready to follow up with your Medicare clients? There are a few best practices you should know. Remember, every client is different, as is their Medicare plan, which means you can't follow the same exact script for every follow-up call or email. During follow-ups, it's important to let your client lead the conversation and make sure all their questions get answered. Do your best to communicate effectively with your clients and try not to sound robotic. In the same light, it's also crucial for you to be prompt and genuine, but not bothersome. If you tell your clients you will follow up in a month, make sure you follow up in a month. Also, it's okay to leave a voicemail or two, but don't harp on your clients to call you back. If they need you, they will let you know. It's imperative that you follow through with your commitments to keep your clients happy. They'll see that you're organized and that you keep your word, which is a credible reputation to have. Being an insurance agent isn't only about finding plans for clients. Part of your job is providing clients with superb customer service to ensure their satisfaction and keep them coming back to you in the future. If during your phone calls with your clients, they indicate they're happy and satisfied with their coverage, great. You did a good job finding them plans that fit their needs, and you can give yourself a pat on the back. However, just because they're happy on day 30 doesn't necessarily mean they'll still be satisfied come day 60. If your client lets you know that they're unsatisfied with their coverage, help them change their plan to one that's a better fit for them. As you're trying to reconnect with clients and keep them happy, don't forget about staying compliant. It's very possible that some of your current clients may not be happy with their coverage and would like your help to change it. Prior to 2019, there were limited options for making a switch once a beneficiary was enrolled in a Medicare Advantage plan. Starting in 2019, Medicare beneficiaries gained the option to change a plan known as the Medicare Advantage Open Enrollment Period, or the MAOEP. There are some prohibitions on OEP marketing. Because of this, it's important to understand the do's and don'ts of following up during the Medicare Advantage OEP, which takes place from January 1st to March 31st for individuals enrolled in an MA plan as of January 1st to make a one-time change. There is also an open enrollment period for new Medicare beneficiaries who are enrolled in a Medicare Advantage plan during their initial coverage election period, or ICEP. For these new MA enrollees, they have an MAOEP to make a one-time change. The open enrollment period for new Medicare beneficiaries begins the month of their entitlement to Part A and Part B and ends on the last day of the third month of entitlement. There are several stipulations and marketing rules for the OEP, but don't let these deter you from helping and following up with your clients. During the OEP, beneficiaries can switch to a different Medicare Advantage plan or disenroll from their Medicare Advantage plan and return to Original Medicare. They can also pick up a standalone Part D plan if needed and a Medicare Supplement plan. 
As an agent, your goal is to enroll a beneficiary in a plan that is most suitable to their needs. Therefore, at the time of their original enrollment, you may not use OEP as an enticement or a selling point to encourage enrollment. You can certainly advise your client to notify you should their situation change following the enrollment. You can and should also check in with your clients after enrollment to ensure they're satisfied. However, in relation to follow-ups and the OEP, you cannot send beneficiaries unsolicited communications about the OEP or their ability to make any additional changes to their coverage. Instead, you can start with a simple follow-up email or call to see how they're doing without mentioning changing plans. When it comes to follow-ups, the best way to stay legal is to let your client be the one to express dissatisfaction and suggest meeting to change plans. At this point, you may discuss all the election periods in which your client can change plans, such as the OEP or a Special Enrollment Period or SEP for short, if your client qualifies. Examples of clients outwardly expressing dissatisfaction can include, but are not limited to, I don't really like this HMO plan I chose. Am I allowed to pick a different plan? Do I have to keep this plan until the next annual enrollment period? Can you please tell me about the other plans in my area? My doctors are no longer in the provider network. If you have questions about what you can and can't do at follow-ups or during the Medicare Advantage OEP, reach out to our team here at Ritter Insurance Marketing. Our knowledgeable staff members can explain all the rules, and we would be happy to help. We'll have a link with info on how you can contact our team representatives in the episode notes. Being afraid of CMS regulations is not a good excuse to not follow up with your clients. Following up can build client loyalty and boost your business. Check in with your clients from time to time and do your due diligence to keep them satisfied. They will thank you and probably recommend you to their family and friends due to your great customer service. If you want more help with understanding CMS regulations and what you can and can't do in the senior market, well, that's what the Agent Survival Guide team is here for. In addition to this podcast, we have articles, PDF downloads, ebooks, and guides that were made to make your life as an insurance agent easier. In our episode notes, we'll have a link to our Ritter Fact Finder, which is a great tool to help you notate information about your clients during appointments and follow-ups. I encourage you to download that if you have not already. Also, check out the links to those ebooks and guides I just mentioned. There's a guide if you're just getting started out in the industry, an ebook on selling medsups, our agent survival kits, one on social media marketing, and so many more. And we've got even more resources in the works for you. So make sure you follow our podcast so you hear first thing when we publish new resources. That's all for this installment of the ASG podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, and thanks for supporting our podcast. We really appreciate it. We will see you next episode.